Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How tall are you, Chris? 6'2". 6'2", okay. When I started here, some people knew about you, like they'd seen you around the building. Okay. And you're great because I know you, but they're like, that guy, he's got a little bit of a creepy vibe. Is that something that's followed you? Yeah, a little bit. I try to avoid that, but sometimes it just sticks around. Do you, what do you think it is about you that gives people, quote, a creepy vibe? I'm sneaky. I can yes, you are! <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, I can, I can move around quietly. Yes, you can! <laughs> I know that you are not the person that you just straight up see. You are a not a book by its cover kind of person. Correct. The second you hit like any levels with you, you find out so many different things. So I'm always like, Chris is not creepy. He's just misunderstood. Yeah. He's got the biggest heart and his heart is always in the right place. And I've never been scared of you, Chris. Oh, thank you. We have been together for what? A year and a couple months. More than a year. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, mark the day. What? What happened today? What do you mean? What happened today? What you did to me when I came into the building? It wasn't that extreme. Well, Bus family. <clears throat> Bus fam. It's not I took the elevator. <laughs> I took the elevator up, and I'm sitting there playing on my phone. The elevator takes forever. Also, the man with the hump is gone. I don't know what that was. Hmm, weird. And uh, I'm looking at my phone, then the doors open, and I look up, and there is Chris. How does my appearance just startle you so much? The doors opened! <laughs> To the elevator, and you're standing there. Why did you do that to me? Well, for, I, I saw you drive by the studio okay. in your car. Yeah. I just wanted to see if your heart was beating this morning, so I was just going to greet you when you came off the elevator. Uh, can you can you greet me from a, at least a couple steps back when the doors opened, Chris? You were standing right there, and I'm look at my hands. I'm still shaking, Jordan. My heart is in the good place. I know it's in the right place, but my heart is about to stop. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. Dude, when you think about summer, and I know that it's a weird year, obviously. Mm-hmm. When you think about summer and the fun things that you get to do, 
What are some things that come to mind? Just the movie Sandlot describes the whole thing. Swimming pools, baseball, fairs, food, all that stuff. Yes, sunshine out in the uh, out in the sun running around, tired. Yeah. What? The, I just read that two of the cities in Johnson County have decided no pools this summer. Whoa. Yes. Prairie Village and Roland Park. How can you go a whole summer without a pool? I don't know. For That's real. the best part. And I'm like, put some bleach in that. I mean, put some chlorine in that. <laughs> Do you know what chlorine does to your eyes? Come on. That's got to be something that kills it. And, and Overland Park last night voted. I can't figure out where. I can't find it. I can't find the results of it. But they voted uh, last night as to if they were going to open their pool, public pools, this summer or not. Because pools in Kansas can open starting May 18th. Oh, man. So what happens if a few open and a few are closed and then more people just congregate to the open pool? We need this. The best part of summer, isn't it? Absolutely. Jumping off the diving board, drowning and let the lifeguard come and save you and then making out with her when she saves you. Have you done that before? No, Wendy. Oh, Pumpernickel, Pumpernickel. Who? Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Jeez. That's like my era, too. I should know that. You should. Yeah, but they're taken away. That means jobs, lifeguards. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. That means... Can you... Are we at that point where you can say, hey, all summer there's going to be no pool? I don't know if we're there yet. Right? I mean... I mean, obviously, all the signs are pointing to that. I see that. Mm-hmm. But, like, do we have to call off pools this summer? I think we're a little little premature on that call. Yeah. This, this is what you do for exercise. Right. I know. This is a personal thing that hurts very much. And, man, after not being able to eat healthy due to coronavirus, now the coronavirus is going to ruin pools for me? Us? For all of us? What else is it going to ruin? I don't know. I'm about to punch this coronavirus thing in the face. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. All right, there might be some truth behind what you're going to tell us happened on this day in 2012. I was doing my research. There's absolute truth behind it. There's nothing that I found for me to dispute what you're going to say happened on this day in 2012. But we're going to get there in a moment. First off, Chris, tell us what happened on this day last year. In 2019, Denver becomes the first city in the United States to decriminalize mushrooms. Never again. No, that's acid, I thought. All of those. Anything that makes you trip. I don't, I don't know. I think there's medicinal benefits to mushrooms. I've heard that. It, mm-hmm. and that's your choice. Anybody's choice wants to do that. But I found the portal to hell and now I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And on this day in 2017, MTV becomes the first major award show to remove gender from their categories. Whoa. You know, I get why track. Mm-hmm. You race with your gender. Mm-hmm. You know, your bodies are built different. Than, than, but when it comes to things like this, like who's the best actor in a movie, why do we have to gender it? There should be none. Exactly. And MTV, even though their award shows are always jokes, at least did this. So that's great. Good for you, MTV. Thank you. Progressive, finally. On this day in 2012, actual scientists, Jordan, mm-hmm. reveal that dinosaurs, their farts warmed the earth. 
Scientists reckon that global methane emissions from sauropod dinosaurs was about 520 million tons per year, comparable to all modern methane emissions. See? Didn't make that up. Dinosaur, but it must have smelled so weird here. The dinosaurs are huge, the size of buildings. Can you imagine what one fart would have been? I don't wanna. Oh I don't wanna. On this day in 1999, a jury finds a talk show Jenny Jones liable in death of one of their guests on a show. Here's what happened. Well, guess what? It's Scott that has the crush on you. You lied to me. <laughs> Did you have any idea that he liked you this much? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> Can you tell us what your status is? Are you involved with anybody? Or? Um, no, but I am uh, definitely a heterosexual, I guess you could say. <laughs> Oh, God, that was awful. So a guy and his friend go on the Jenny Jones show, and the friend is a girl, and they bring in someone and don't tell him. He says, one of your friends has a crush on you, and it is, they don't tell him who. So he thinks it's the girl. He goes out there, finds out it's the guy. Three days later, kills the guy. Yikes. And actually just got out of jail two years ago for quote, good behavior. I mean, I killed a guy. Hmm. Hmm. On this day in 1997, the movie The Fifth Element comes out. Oh, yeah. You remember that movie? Did you see it? No. I'll, isn't that the one with that lady with the three blue boobs? <laughs> that would be what you remember That's... from The Fifth Element. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, Christopher. On this day in 1994, the painting The Scream is found after it was stolen three months before. They stole it during the Winter Olympics, first day of the Winter Olympics, because mm-hmm. everyone in the town was somewhere else watching, watching the Olympics. Olympics. And they left a note that said, quote, thousand thanks for bad security. I mean, you can't blame them, can you? No, no. But they, they had it for three months until it was found by police. You're smart enough to steal a painting, but not smart enough to keep it hidden. You know, what I, yeah, well, what do you do with it? You know, again. You obviously are stealing it to sell it. I mean, nobody wants that. Got to find the black market for painting. Exactly. On this day in 1992, John Frusciante quits the Chili Peppers in the middle of a tour. Here's Anthony Kiedis talking about their songwriting process. And he would take the words and he would read them and he's like, okay. And then he would start to play something and I would start to sing it. And then we have a song. Never did I meet someone who was so easy to write songs with. Yeah, so John Frusciante quit the band to, and he says this himself, to uh, doing drugs and stop taking care of himself and start self-medicating. So it was like a big drug spiral mm. that he went on for many, 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 many years and then got clean and then rejoined the band. Oh. Good for you. Good for him. Yes. On this day in 1983... Some dude beats the world record for consecutive sit-ups. Oh, my God. 29,051. 29,000 sit-ups. I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know either. You must have the nicest abs. You must be able to, like, dry your shirts on his abs. You know what I mean? Like, in the olden days where they used to have that... Nope. You mean like washing clothes on his abs because it'd be washboard? Damn it, you're right. Okay, yeah. sorry. Washboard Whoa. abs. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is how much I know about the man's physique there. That's my way getting out of that. I got some clothesline abs. Shut up! <laughs> on this day in 1976, 
The Honda Accord is officially launched. Here's what a news reporter had to say about that. However, the most novel of the new Japanese models is the newly arrived Honda Accord. Although Honda are clearly the world's largest motorcycle manufacturer, on the car side, they have a long way to go to achieve Datsun and Toyota levels here. And a long way they went and dramatically beat both of those. Yeah. In every way, shape, and form. That is a very popular car these days. That guy was really talking smack on the Honda Accord sure back in the day. I'd like mm. to get his reaction now. He's hmm. probably dead. <laughs> on this day in 1946, Tokyo Telecommunications Engineering is founded. Later, later changes their name to Sony. Yeah. Did you ever have a, a, a Discman? <laughs> yes, I did. I had a Sony Discman. It was the bomb. It was gold. It was amazing. I remember getting mine for my birthday at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And it had skip protection. I know what you're talking about because before it was horrible. Right. You couldn't even, if you hit a bump in the car or the bus, that's because that's when I used to listen to my my Discman. But do you know the very first thing, I don't know what this says about me personally. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to go down that road. But the very first thing that I did when I got it, I remember being in my mom's car, putting a disc in and being like, click the skip protection button. And then try to make it skip. And I was very successful very early. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't one of those good ones. Like later when they came out with CD players, I don't know if it analyzed music like 30 seconds ahead or what it did. But there were some that you could throw off a roof and it still would just Flawless. be playing spiderwebs by no doubt. I heard there was someone questioning, were there people in the 90s that actually were jogging with CD Walkmans attached to them? That wouldn't work, logically, if you... (laughs) There's not enough skip protection in the world for how much you would bounce with that. On this day in 1896, H.H. Holmes, one of America's first serial killers, was hanged. This is what happened. Holmes is believed to have killed several people at his so-called House of Horrors during the 1893 Chicago World's Fair. But it was the murder of his Philadelphia business partner that led to his hanging in 1896. American Horror Story did a whole season, the season with Lady Gaga, about, it was called Murder House, Mm -hmm. and it was based loosely off of H.H. Holmes' house that he created. So he had this this place, and it was like a huge, and he would fire the people working on it every now and then, so no one would know how the house worked. Ooh, clever. Yes. He killed over 200 people. Ooh. And actually, Leonardo DiCaprio is working on a movie about this currently right now. So there'll be something coming out about H.H. Holmes, if that's a a name that anybody that knows anything about serial killers, he was the first one in America. But our street is not named after him. What's our street name? Holmes. Where is there Holmes? I thought we lived on Squib Road. (laughs) Well, Squib, there's a major Holmes Road in Kansas City. God, I hope not. No, he was in (laughs) Chicago, so hopefully not. Yes. All right, what are the unofficial holidays today, Chris? Oh, fancy Cosmopolitan Day. Get your cranberry juice in. Drink your fancy drinks. There's nothing more I wanted as a child than to drink out of a martini glass. I can see that. (laughs) I can see that. I'm going to get you a martini glass for your water for the show. Sweet. (laughs) Sipping on that thing. It is also Love's Baby Soft Day. I'm going to need you to explain this to me. <laughs> oh, because I'm a woman? Okay, well, it's a feminine product company. But when I say feminine product... Like Summer's Eve? Right, you'd think that or the other stuff. No, it's it was an old perfume company. You can still get Love's 
And baby it has nothing soft. to do with like touching soft babies. No, don't, don't say do it like that. Please. Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> and moving on, last of the three unofficial holidays today, password day. Change your password. Does your wife know your password? Yes. Really? Yeah, we know each other's passwords. Do you use the same one? No, but they're they're similar in nature. Okay. I uh, I never share my passwords with people that I'm dating. And it's not never, it, never, and it's not that I'm doing anything scandalous. It's just like you don't need to know. You ever ask for their passwords? Of course, all the damn time. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was on this day in history with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Sorry, I was uh, was working on that butthole song. You get distracted by that too much, Jordan. It's such a banger! Anyway, we'll talk about that coming up uh, around 7.30. But Chris, what's going on in the news right now? Well, Prairie Village is looking into an ordinance to require people to wear masks when they're in the public space. There hope that it will be as common as no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. The city attorney is looking into what requirements other cities have imposed, and they want to draft an ordinance to the maximum extent legally permissible. So we can go outside, but we have to look like Shredder from the Ninja Turtles. Correct. All right. Dude, I'd rather wear my prom dress again. I'm serious. Please do. Can you wear that tomorrow? Oh, I, I will. <laughs> I know we have to. I know it's 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 good for us. I know it. I know. I don't. If I get a face mask, I want it to look exactly like the part of my face that it's covering. You know what I'm saying? Find a good artist. Okay, all right. Or maybe better. Maybe it could enhance my Ooh, look. Photoshop the mask. Yeah. yeah, I'll get like Kylie Jenner lips. Anyway, what else is going on in the news? <laughs> well, a guy in Shawnee has received a stimulus check for his mother-in-law, cool, who died two years ago. Oh. It even identified her as deceased. On the check. And uh, what are we supposed to do in that situation? Yeah. Well, yesterday the IRS clarified saying people who receive stimulus checks for dead relatives need to send them back. And if your check came in the form of direct deposit or already cashed it, a personal check or money order for the full amount should be sent back to the IRS. You think they could keep a handle on this? I know people that still haven't got theirs. Anything, any of it. And dead people are getting it. Are getting it before others. How do they... How, these are the people that are taking care of our taxes and stuff. You know when you send your taxes in and you're like, oh, God, I hope I did that right. I don't yeah. want an audit. Like, who's auditing them? There's the question, Jordan. Who's auditing the IRS? Thank you. And uh, not me because I can't do math. What else is going on in the news? According to a new study published in a dermato- dermatology journal... A face aging app is effective in getting teens to use sunscreen more often. The study found that sunscreen among teens who use the SunFace app increased by 50% over a six-month period. The app allows users to take selfies and then show them how exposures to UV rays can age their appearance. Who would want to do that? Who would want to wear sunscreen, Jordan? Uh, yeah. Your, your, Sunday. your sunburn. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. That's my bad. Oh, God, I'm not a good example when it comes to health at all. Uh, but, yeah, no, wear sunscreen. But what, Who's like, all right, what I want to do is I want to get an app that's going to make me look terrible to scare me. Sunscreen Lotion Corporations. 
There you go. Thank you. All right, what else is going on? That's the Oh, news. my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still singing, singing in my head. What's inside a book? Oh, I always want to know. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. Eight-year-old Jolie in Los Angeles. Her mom uploaded a video on Twitter of her singing a song, and it's been in my head. It's a hit. It is. She's already written the hook. That's the best part. And the hook to the song, in my personal opinion, my personal songwriting opinion, is this. What's inside a That's the part that when you don't hear it anymore, you still hear it in your head. Mm-hmm. Good pop song always has that. So that's the hook. I mean, it's a super short song. It's 20 seconds. And I feel like we could help her add to this. We could help add to Jolie's What's Inside a Butthole song. She's got the question of what's inside the butthole. So we need to figure out what is inside yes, that butthole. We need to help her add onto this. What does it all take to create a song? Well, again, if you've got the hook, she's already done the hardest part. Okay. Writing something that is so catchy that people sing it when they're not hearing it. That's the hard part. is the hardest part of writing a song. And that is why pop music is so great. You turn it off and you're like, ah, damn it. That stupid song stuck in my head. So this is the first part of it. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Then she leads into this. Maybe there's astronauts and maybe there's aliens all inside your butthole. And then, of course, the hook. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. I would like to switch the astronauts part. To me, that seems like a verse. You know, Mm -hmm. when you hear a song and there's... A list of things. Yeah. It's not normally the pre-chorus. Let's rearrange little okay. Jolie's song, What's Inside a Butthole, to this being the verse. Maybe there's astronauts, maybe there's aliens all inside your butthole. And then the pre-chorus. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I wonder what's inside your butthole. And then the chorus, of course. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. Chris, will you grab your piano? We need to figure out what key this song is in to figure it out. What's that one? What's inside First your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. Think, I think what's inside a butthole is in G. I think so. Yeah. What's inside your butthole? All right, cool. We're going to work on lyrics coming up after this. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. We work in radio. Yes, we do. We love music. That's accurate. It's our job to be searching the internet to find what people are going to like. It's our job to expose the Buzz family to bangers. Mm-hmm. It's a weird job. It is a weird job, but, I, you know, I'll take it. It's like the <laughs> one thing in life that I'm good at. <laughs> that and an Australian accent, but that's not where we're going right now. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. It's that little girl, little Jolie, eight years old. Over the weekend, her mom uploaded a video on Twitter of her unfinished song, What's Inside a Butthole, and it has over 5 million views. People are starting to cover it on the internet. Oh, my. I don't want to cover it. I want to add to it. It's just okay. a little too short. This is, like, shorter than song two by Blur. So you want to complete it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to work this out with you. I want to be a ghostwriter for Jolie, the eight-year-old in L.A. that wrote the song What's Inside a Butthole. So ghostwriting... It's kind of like method acting. Your job is to finish something for them. So you have to really analyze 
what they were saying, what they were doing, what their mindset was. You got to get in the artist's mindset. So right now, we need to get into an Mind. eight-year-old's mindset who is wondering what is inside a butthole. I think we can. Okay. The next thing that I think is important is figuring out the point of view. Okay. How is the song written? Keep it consistent. The lyrics go, wonder what's inside your butthole. So obviously the point of view for this little girl's song is I. Okay. And she's not wondering what's in her butthole, but she is wondering what's in your oh. butthole. Okay. So it's like one of those songs where you're singing to someone. Okay. The theme. Now, when she writes the verse or what I consider the verse to the song, what's inside your butthole, it goes, maybe there is astronauts, maybe there is aliens. We need to stay in that outer space mindset. So what are some things, okay. what are some other things that are in outer space that, as you can see, maybe there's aliens, maybe there's astronauts. Obviously, it can be anything. Mm -hmm. Like asteroids. Asteroids. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, asteroids. Maybe asteroids. Jupiter mm. is in space. Okay. Galaxies. Okay. We have black holes. Oh, black holes. That's a good one. Technically, Uranus is in space. Christopher. Mm. You're a genius. <laughs> Get your piano ready and let's work on the music of the unfinished composition, What's Inside a Butthole by Jolie. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. Now, Chris, you figured out the key. Now we've got how fast the song is, so mm -hmm. I can drum to it. Put that down here. I wonder what's inside a butthole. Your butthole, Christopher. But your butthole. Your butthole. We can't change the point of view right. that this artist writes from. What is that app that you've been playing with? It is Chordify. Okay. So it helps me get some of the, the chords. Or... Oh, damn. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. What's inside your butthole? I really want to know. Maybe there is astronauts and maybe there is aliens and maybe there is galaxies and maybe there is black holes all <laughs> inside. And then it like leads up to... Yes, we are doing this on the radio. Jordan Silver and Friends. On the bus. Yeah, I got my little drum machine thing right here. Let's work on some of this. I feel like we need to give it like Ooh, a Billy... Yeah. That's a nice beat there. Right? Right? We can make it weird like a Billy Eilish song. What's inside <laughs> your butt? Jordan. I need a more st staccatic. I feel like in the chorus, you definitely hear the place for the two claps. Like, what's the side of butthole? I always want to know. Yeah. You know, you yep. definitely hear that. But yeah, if we want to bring it down to like a Billie Eilish, like weird. Mm. And we just whisper the lyrics. You like it slow? What's inside a butt? 
inside. Ooh, it gets angry. What's inside? What's inside? What's inside? What's inside? Back to the drawing board. Please. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. I feel so bad. We were working on that song so much that we did not even try news. <laughs> Oops. But we've got some things to present to you, Buzz fam. And uh, Chris, kick it off. Well, this week, both Prairie Village and Roland Park City Councils decided to keep their city's public pools closed for the summer. Prairie Village officials worried that the disinfecting services, keeping crowds of people separated and preventing children from spreading the virus would just be too difficult. I see why, but do you really have to call all summer off? I can't wait till July 1st to be like, hey, maybe we can still be half the summer. Yes, this is something we need in phases. But everything else, I don't care. But pools, if it's safe to get in a pool in the summer, that's the best part of summer. That's it. I mean, Ugh. coronavirus has stolen our winter and our spring, and so I guess I see it stealing the summer. Um, great. Ready for this news story I was working on? Please. Good news or bad news first? Good news. All right. We are at the apex of job loss right now. That's the good news? That's the good news. What's the bad news? The bad news is that 20 million jobs in America disappeared in April. Just vanished? Yeah. That's the jobs. Yeah. Oh, Mostly they were coming from what the company, what they call smaller companies, which is 500 workers or fewer, which, all right, that's a smaller company. Mm -hmm. Experts say that the job loss will continue to happen through the month of May, and then in the next few months, it'll start. I'll say, even though we do have this ginormous unemployment, we should be able to get some normalcy when these jobs come back and be, right? Well, it just makes me kind of think that at the moment, we still have a job. If we continue to do things like write songs, like what's the side of maybe our jobs nice. will be up too. Jordan Silver on the bus. Man, the one thing that you never prepare for in life, aging. It's, it just sneaks up on you. It does. Or you have like, you have a child now and you must feel so much older. Do you? Uh, not really. Huh. Do, do you feel internally what you're... How many times you've been around the sun? Does that match up? Oh, no. Yeah. I stopped aging at like 12. That's the number I was going to say. You know, although psychologists would probably say that something traumatic happened to keep us at that age. But we're not getting into that Ooh, right now. No. Yeah. I had a conversation with my mom over the weekend. And, uh, you know, I was talking about how there's no haircutting places that are open. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. I wait as long as I possibly need to. want to keep everybody safe. Um, but my mom was like, ah, it doesn't even matter. You know, you're just... You've got short hair anyway. And I was like, yeah, but the problem is the gray is starting to come through on my hair. My mom goes, you don't have grays. You're too young to have grays. I go, mom, I'm 37. And my mom's next sentence was, quote, 40 is facelift time. She, your mom thinks you need a facelift? Or implying that? <laughs> this is why I'm screwed up. Oh, she gets so mad when I talk about this stuff on the radio, but you can't make it up. Someone out there, some member of the Buzz family is hearing this and going, that's my mom. That's my mom, too. I know. You a silver fox there, Jordan? No, that's why I bleached my hair and I missed that. But anyway, bringing this up because BuzzFeed had a list of millennial struggles. And these are ones that when we started looking at it, um, they just 
right in the soul. Mm. Really hurt. Millennials are those that are born from 1981 to 1995. So everybody on the show, except for Dustin, fits into that. Dustin was born in 97. Um, But some of these are, oh, this is a trip down memory lane right now. Remember when the hardest decision in your life was what song you were going to feature on your MySpace page. Oh, yeah. I actually started an Enya music my page, and I had half a million people use that song before it was taken down. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> that was but, the hardest decision. Like, yeah. I have one song that's going to be the thing that when people go to my page, and when you would go to someone's page and it would just start blaring, so annoying. What was your first song? Oh, no, I, you know what? What? I think I would feature my band. Your your Rascals? But yeah, whatever band I was in at the time of the MySpace, I'd be like, all right, cool, this will get us an extra play. Ugh. Remember when MySpace is another one, millennial struggles that other age groups don't understand. Remember when MySpace made us publicly rank our friends from one to eight? Yes! That was a big deal, and you would try to coerce your friends to, hey, bump me up a few. Yeah, you knew where you stood in someone's life. It was public where you stood, depending on where you were in their top eight. Did you ever go to celebrities' pages and see who was in their top of eight? Of course. All the time. Oh, I remember one year I had a girlfriend and uh, I put her at my, at my number one because that's what you did with the person you were dating <laughs> and I wasn't even in her top eight. Ooh, God. I had to hurt. It does. Another millennial struggle that other age groups don't understand. The code for the bathroom at Starbucks is 90210. And when I asked the young barista for it, they said... The code is 90210, causing me to crumble. Right over their head. You know what's funny is what? when I go to use a bathroom that has a code, this happened in L.A. a lot, I'd be like, can I have a bathroom, the women's code, please? Mm-hmm. And they would give me a code, and then it wouldn't work in the women's, but it would work in the men's. Wow, this hurts. Okay, let's keep going. I feel sorry for the Netflix-era kids. They'll never know the high stakes and adrenaline of running to the bathroom, fridge, or the bedroom in a single commercial break. And then, of course, your your, uh, sibling screaming, it's on! With Devo, that struggle is no longer real, but it was was a real thing having to time your bathroom trips, your snacks, in a three-minute or less time span. Yeah. Now, yeah, like you said, you can fast-forward the commercials. You can do... The kids don't get it. They don't know how good they have these days. So easy now. Waiting for your crush. This is another millennial struggle that other age groups wouldn't understand. Waiting for your crush to log on to AIM after school and you hear the sounds. AIM? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AIM. Well, I always called it AIM. Oh. One more time. Oh, that sound. Is that somebody logging on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they logged off? On your buddy list. No, I'm not done talking to you Do you ever have, like, angry conversations where you're very mad at someone and then they stop and they play that sound and you're like, damn it, I didn't get the last (laughs) word in. And there is a written log of our entire conversation, too. Well, I've got a few more of these AIM sounds that may bring us back to memory. All right, let's do it. Oh, that's when you would get a message, right? Did you ever have go to the bathroom here and run back before anybody would, would be able to read it? Of course. In college. What are some other sounds from AIM? Was that when you sent it? That's eh, one of them. It's bringing me back, though, just the sound. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Oh. What was that for? That. <laughs> of course, I know what the cow sound was. <laughs> you could set that as somebody's 
sound when they messaged you. So it'd be like a specific ringtone? Yes, exactly. And I dated a girl whose last name was Bessie. (laughs) You did not. I did. I did. I did. What other sounds? Jordan. Hmm. Wow. Oh, oh, that was a direct link sound. Go back to the. Yeah. That one? Do you remember what a direct link was on AOL Instant Messenger? No. It was how you could send photos through. Remember, you had to like make a direct connection and it would be that sound. Yeah. Oh my God. And then that was the end of. Do you know what that one was? Uh uh-uh. uh. Probably an error. My brother was big in AIM. I was just under the cups where we switched to the, the next stage in that. So what was, was the next stage? I can't remember. Oh, uh, ICQ? Oh, God. Did I just date myself? <laughs> we'll do more of these coming up. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Oh, man. Memory lane here. Memory lane with the millennial struggles that no other age group would understand. You had some audio from AIM, and I can't bring us back with those sounds. <laughs> oh. oh, sad. Mm-hmm. Shut up. that direct connection thingy you could send photos back and forth but this was obviously during these slow uh dial-up days and you would sit there and wait for someone's photo to just you know line by line yes line by line like an old printer or something like that and you'd be like chatting with somebody online you'd be like is this girl cute i don't know and you have to all right i'm gonna let's connect so i can send you my picture and then they do and you're just like oh my god it's like the length of a movie. Line by line, you mean those old dot matrix printers? Oh, God. Oh, that hurts me. I wonder if oh. other millennials that are listening right now also are having physical reactions to these sounds. <laughs> Not just specific, specifically that, of course, mm-hmm. making your teeth hurt, but like when you played the door opening yeah. sound from AOL Instant Messenger, like my heart went... It was very happy. And then when you closed it, I felt sad. And I don't know. You have emotions tied to these sounds. Yeah. I guess I spent a lot of time on the computer as a millennial back in the day. But some other things that are millennial struggles that no other age group could understand. Kids these days just get a push alert to find out if school's canceled. You had to watch the television in the morning and wait for the scroll by. And if you were in the end of the alphabet, it would take a while. Yeah. Or, God forbid, you have to get up and do something like it gets really close to when your school is coming up and then you hear your toast being done. You're like, damn it. (laughs) Damn it. There's no way to record this. I don't know. Um, Remember how loud computers used to be? You'd put a floppy disk in and it would sound like a pterodactyl screaming at you. Oof. Oh, God. Just constant. Now it's just a welcome. If even that, kids. Listen, you could not sneak on the Internet back in the day. If it wasn't your computer giving you up, it was the modem giving you up. There was always something that was like, somebody's getting on the Internet right now, Mom. Mm -hmm. What time is it? Um, Remember when, these are millennial struggles that no other groups, age groups would understand. Remember when you would clean out your closet 
and see how dumb you were in eighth grade. And it's a picture of a studded belt from Hot Topic. I can't say I had any belt, but I'm going to... Did... How many did you have? A lot. And I didn't wear them in eighth grade. I wore them when I was in my 20s. <laughs> the last one. Remember when you were 12 and you'd sing along to Blink-182 songs. You'd sing things like, work sucks, I know, but you had no idea how much it sucks. Well, now we do. Jordan Silver on the bus. Wow, I did not know how the bus family was going to take us trying to compose a song on air today. Hmm. But it seemed to make people laugh, which is great. Absolutely. That's why we do this. And uh, we didn't get to the end. We didn't kind of finish. We didn't finish, but I'm going to take it home. Let's take it home. Well, we're not done with this. Okay. What's inside a butthole? We really need to know. It has legs. It slaps. Mm -hmm. It absolutely slaps. It's a banger. And we're going to work on it a little bit more at home and maybe possibly present our finished product to you tomorrow. We will see if inspiration strikes. You've Mm -hmm. got a little child. That takes up a lot of my time. Oh, okay. I'll work on it. It's okay. I'll, I'm gonna, I'll help you out. No, no, no. It's, to, it's totally fine. You have a baby. That, I'm just thinking that that it seems like a baby song, you know? Oh. Like you could turn it into a lullaby. <gasps> anyway, moving on from that podcast, going to be up about 10 o'clock. Yeah, maybe 9.58. We talked about, geez, what did we talk about today? You scared the hell out of me this morning. Maybe you just need to be not so scared. No, you did the creepiest thing that you've ever done. BuzzFam, I have been friends with this dude, with Chris, for over a year, almost two years at this point, as long as I've been here, and you never creeped me out until this damn morning. First thing this damn morning. I was doing nothing but standing there. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.